This episode is brought to you by The Senator's Sermon. This new blog has been pumping out content on a regular basis to provide critical insight on the Ottawa Senators and will continue to do so all season long. As you all know, the Ottawa Senators provide us no shortage of entertainment on and off the ice, and the staff at the Senator's Sermon have taken the unbreakable vow to keep things fresh and leave no stone unturned when it comes to covering this club. Go to senatorssermon.wordpress.com and subscribe to their newsletter to make sure you don't miss a single blog. senatorssermon.wordpress.com Now enjoy the episode. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ease Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Dill, Matt and I. Dill, you absolutely killed it on here and we look forward to having you on again down the road. It's not for episode 124 of Easy Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt. So it's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a good day right now. Um, I know I am. It's a glorious Friday today. Just finished hockey. Tonight's episode is going to be a little different from the last few. It's going to be more, I guess, personal, intimate. Uh, Eric, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, so for this one, we're going to be doing something... Unlike the last few, which have been really TV, movie-centric, this is going to be a little more perhaps intense at times, if you will, but just um, this is actually a suggested topic from one of the listeners to um, have us go over stuff to um, keep ourselves busy or just how to navigate mental health throughout the colder months that are now upon us, right? We're in November at the time of recording and we're heading into December, January, February, which are typically the months where people sometimes struggle a bit more and the days are shorter, there's a lot less light in the day. All that, all those factors, the cold, uh, contribute to maybe some seasonal depression, as they say. So it'd be a good time to address that and um, just for ourselves too, to share maybe some tips and tricks, stuff that we're doing to keep busy and keep our minds sharp so, um, yeah, all that. So I feel like there's a lot that falls in there. So first thing that I wanted to talk about that I've done for the last few years and is actually a really good way to reset and um, refresh your mind is to take a break from drinking. Now, I've done this for the last like mm. three Novembers just as a part of Movember which I'm actually not doing this year, but I still am partaking in the no drinking for the month of November. And it actually does feel great. Like just a little escape from at the end of the week, maybe you want you, you have plans, you're going to a party or hanging out with friends, whatever you want to have a bunch of drinks. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I was always someone who back in the day, like would not once would I be the DD designated driver. I would always want to drink and it's been really refreshing to see that you can still, and a lot of it was out of fear that like I wouldn't have as much fun if I wasn't drinking. And um, that also helps with like being comfortable in that social setting, depending on what it is. So it's been nice to still have all those, the same plans and not drink and realize like, Hey, like I feel just fine being here sober and don't need to drink to be more comfortable in public all that. So it's also a period of, it can be self-realizing for you, depending on how you view alcohol in certain settings. And, um, you just feel better in general. Like I said, like the next day for me, it just keeps getting worse and worse every year. How bad I feel the next day. If I drink a lot, like that anxiety too, of like, Oh, what did I say or do? Yeah. Obviously you don't really want to be getting like blackout drunk on a, on a, on the regular when you're getting up there in age, like late twenties, early thirties and all that. So that goes away when you don't drink. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's a lot of benefits and it's just not good for you to drink in in general anyway. So it's been a lot, Matt, just want to throw over you. What are your thoughts on that as a way of like easing your mind, giving your mind a different perspective while being a little healthier too? So that's a really, it's funny, Eric, what you (laughs) drinking, that's like one of my things that helps me fight seasonal depression. That's something I look forward to at the end of a work week. And I agree with everything you've said. Um, I'll touch on more, okay, drinking for me. That's something actually that like, I look forward to on Friday and Saturday night. And like, it actually helps me knowing like, okay, I'm not drinking till those two nights. And when I say drinking, it's like two, three drinks a night. 
for me, it's a little the opposite. Now, when I go too heavy, I feel like shit the next day. I'm, uh, it's terrible, like what you said. And I do need to, like, it's it's hard to drink Friday, Saturday, and then, like, Sunday not drink at all, knowing you have to work the next day. Like, that 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 goes to your point where, like, yeah, you shouldn't drink at all. Um, also, your immune system, al- alcohol is, is not good for your immune system. We're getting into cold season, flu season. I'm even a little stuffed up right now. Should I even be drinking tonight? No, I probably will have a drink or two. And excuse me to the li- to the listeners if I cough. Um, but uh, no, drinking's like, I don't know if I could ever cut back for the month, Eric. It's just something I enjoy doing with my girlfriend while we're watching hockey, a movie. Um, I don't know if that makes me sound like an alco- alcoholic or whatever. But yeah, it's something I look forward to, honestly. And it's I'll just lay my cards on the table. It's hard for me during the week, like to abstain from drinking during a work night. Like I need, I, I have to wait till like that Friday or Saturday. And it's, it's something, the anticipation's there, but like, I struggle with that. I don't know why. Maybe we'll get into it later onto like the added stress in my life right now. Here's something that you were, were talking about the stress of like the December, January months, February, March. What I find stressful is the whole, Christmas, like the lead up to Christmas to me, Eric, I don't know if this is one thing I want to touch on tonight. The lead up to me, the lead up to Christmas for me is super stressful. I get very anxious buying gifts for people and giving out gifts. I, it can, like a gift can never be good enough. I struggle with what to buy. There, it feels like I have no time to go shopping and it, it all happens so fast. December flies by. It always does. I know it does. Um, before I ask you a question, I'm just going to say like for me, one thing that helps me deal with the, the, the rush of Christmas and the stress of Christmas is being organized, making lists and like doing a lot of the shopping ahead of time and not worrying about like if I bought a good gift for someone, especially my girlfriend. I want to ask you, Eric, do you get like buying stuff for Andy? Do you get like, oh, this isn't good enough? Or do you have to buy like 10 things? Cause you don't think it's enough. Like I want to give myself, I want to give my girlfriend like everything I can. And I, I always feel like I'm never buying enough for, uh, like, what are your thoughts on that, Eric? Do you get gifting, gift-giving anxiety like me? or? Oh, yeah, and a lot of what you're saying is definitely relatable. It's not easy to buy for your girlfriend. Like, you want to get her the best gifts. You want to get her a lot of things, right? And, well, me, like, yeah. not to, like, just be, like, expo- not really exposing that, but just Andy, like, she's really tough to buy for, and, like, she normally knows what I'm going to get her to. Like, she's asked me a uh. bunch of times, like, are you getting me this? I'm like, damn it, like, that's exactly what I'm getting her. But that means, I, that means I'm getting her a good gift. Like, I'm getting her what she wants, but I'm trying to surprise her, too. So it's tough. I I think I got some good ones this year. Actually, I did do a lot of my um shopping today, time of recording, Black Friday. So I was able to nail... Mm a few but again like uh, online shopping like i'm holding that in the cart like i have all my information filled out like the shipping the credit card and everything i'm just hesitating to pull the trigger because i'm like ah hopefully she'll like this you know it's it's definitely um, yeah something that i question in the moment but ultimately i've had the idea oftentimes she's told me she wants something so i write it down in advance like that's what i try to do now Mm. basically if something is brought up i write it down on my phone so i don't forget and then i come back to Ah. it later that's been a good tip that's helped me to get her something that i think that she's forgotten that she's mentioned in the past if she's listening right now maybe she'll be okay what have i mentioned over the year that could be coming (laughs) so i think i got a couple of good ones but again another one i've she knows I'm getting her this there's so I won't even say what it is but okay. she, I thought I had a nice surprise but then she brought it up again a few days ago I'm like yeah, all right yep ah. this, I already bought this so I mean but at the same time I know she'll be happy that I'm getting her what she wants so it's not always about the surprise at the end at the same time it's about just making getting a gift that they want right so right it's but it is tough to find that balance of surprise and good gift for sure trust me that's something I uh I always try to find that perfect in between. There's new expenses in life too, right? So like, you don't want to just be spending an absurd amount of money on gifts all the time um, for Christmas. Yeah. So that's something we're doing this year. Like, for the, I'm sure most people listening know there, but we're getting married next year. So we're also cutting back on the gifts that we're getting each other for this this Christmas. But I still uh, do want to get her like one nice big gift at least there. So which I did buy today as well. So Black Friday weekend is always a good move. But yeah, having those things locked in in a list, like you said, in advance is um, good to have for sure. And then, yeah, buying for everyone else too. Like 
the main family members, like not easy. My dad, impossible to buy for. Um, <laughs> mom, mom's always, he always gives me good ideas there. So it gives me a list of things. So pretty easy to pick a couple of those items off and maybe mix in a surprise. Zach, tough to buy for too. But anyways, I wanted to get into like full family dynamics, which I guess we just did. But uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you on the Christmas buying anxiety for sure. And you're just, the thing is like, we're just trying to do yeah. nice things, right? Like we shouldn't really feel that way. Any, any gift we get for people who are important in our lives, like we're putting the thought and effort into it. Like that should be what counts, but you still feel that pressure to, yeah. to deliver. I know what you're saying. And then everybody, like, you don't care what you get. You'd rather give a better gift than receive. Like you're, you're, I'm not picky with what I receive. I like everything, but then you should be thinking they're thinking the same thing. They're just grateful that you got them something. So I just hate December for the the mad rush the the consumerism is insane like all the stores grocery shopping i'm going to be off for like 11 days nice. which it sounds super relaxing but that's like i'm thinking of every meal like every night i'm gonna have to like think of something for like i'm gonna have to like there's a lot of logistics into like now that like you just bought a house eric that was the second thing i was going to touch on is like now that you're a homeowner like you care a lot more about everything. Like you have to uh, do a lot of like maintenance, you know, when I was renting, I didn't care as much about like the, the property as like maintaining the property, but now I'm like all out. And that goes into added stress around the holidays. You know, winter, there's more stuff to do in my opinion um, with the snow and like just making sure everything's like heated properly. I have a fireplace having, collecting wood for that. And the way I deal with that stress of the seasonal of the winter season is like just trying to be organized and stay on top of it and not do too much all in one day, but do a little bit each day because flooding your day with too many tasks or chores are, is just counterproductive. So like my, I just want to ask you, Eric, like you're in your new house now, like, do you feel obviously you have pride of ownership, but like, are you more like, did it, did it add more stress to your life? Are you, or are you like all handling it and very organized? Yeah, I don't, know how much stress it's added honestly like because like i said like i've also have like a wedding to plan and that's that's kind of taking over a lot oh. of the stress and like or just the energy really towards making sure everything's lined up even though it's like nine months away at this time almost eight but it's that's coming up in my mind too wow. so house is just like we take care of everything around the house and we don't really let stuff get too mm-hmm. messy. And like, we're, I'd say we're pretty much on top of things in our home. Honestly, like the, the light, latest thing oh, we've done is like, make sure all the, the drains are uh, the outside, like drains are killed, I guess, so that there's no more water. So it doesn't, the pipes don't freeze and stuff. Like that was the thing we wanted to make sure we did correctly. So yeah, no, for sure. There's definitely added responsibility though. And like pride of ownership, definitely. But I feel like we just t- do a good job. I want to say like Andy does a good job at keeping us on track with all those things. She's like, all right, we need to That's get good. this and that done. And then we do it together. Um, going to be, yeah, like putting up Christmas lights soon. But like for mm. me, that's not really a nice. stressor. And I don't think that should be for people, Christmas lights. But yeah, you want to make sure everything's in order. No, it hasn't been too bad, honestly, so far. That's yeah. good decorating can be like that's a fun stressful for me that's just like hectic but like it's enjoyable my household goes all out with the decorations which i'm like kind of a clean freak not ocd but like i like things clean so when all the decorations are out i have to halt like pause that part of my brain for a month and be like accept the the mess and the stuff will get a little messy for the month i don't care it's christmas we move on but like me it's stressful like after christmas putting everything back in the totes and putting taking the trail like i want to get that done as fast as possible because it's like i want everything to be clean again it's weird that's a little stressful for me but uh luckily i have lots of help where um big household live with a lot of people so everyone pitches in um uh did you want me to go into like an uh my first like the thing uh i'll go into something that helps me deal another thing that helps me so deal with i was gonna with ask you about like the, if you didn't have anything you wanted yeah. to share that would help in those situations like that oh, are stressful for sure for sure when i'm stressed out during the seasonal months um i work out like i'm still very consistently working out last year in the winter i didn't miss a workout like i'd go in the garage winter coat my toque on my gloves on and do my workout 
uh, in the cold. I don't care. I, it's so, it's such a big stress reliever because when I'm working out, I'm not thinking of like, I'm clearing my brain basically. And it's, it's such a cliche, like I'll oh, work out, kill the stress. But like, if you can get a gym membership, perfect time of the year to get one. Cause you're warm indoors. I just don't have that option. So I do it in my garage, but uh, working out is very, uh, clears my head. Like I mentioned in the intro playing hockey, I play hockey once a week. And for that one hour, I don't think about anything but about stopping the opponent, scoring, making nice passes. So like sports, working out, obviously super common answer, but like it needs to be repeated. It's very crucial for your mental health. In my opinion, having a hobby, having activities, I plan my workouts. I do it all the time in the morning on my days off, uh, four days a week, and it's it's great, Eric. I mean, do you, are you continuing? What about you? Yeah, working out is uh, definitely something that we got back into in August, and then now, like actually, lately has been a little tougher to find that extra motivation. But today, I did a workout at lunch, and I actually felt fantastic during and after as well. I'm like, all right, this is why like you got you can't just drop this habit there, even though I don't really want to all the time there. It's good as soon as you're back into it, it is good. So definitely, like if you're like me in this situation where like you were very consistent with it every two days or so, you're working out, and then felt like you were making progress, but then just lose that spark to want to push through because it's so easy to then be then never want to work out again right so for me it's always been like that like peaks and valleys with wanting to work out and I found myself like at the start of a valley but I'm gonna have to climb out of it and listeners just keep me accountable message me every two days like hey you working out today like just let me know and I'll uh, (laughs) I'll get back to it but I would definitely agree that working out is a, a classic and it's um classic for a reason for sure um same with like like you said exercise sports going out for a walk at lunch like that's again something I used to do all the time stopped do again but good to just keep that as a constant habit and hobby if you will so when you're not working out Matt like when you have a lot of these things to do at home and things can be hectic do you have something that you escape to that's kind of your own is the pod that do you do something else that has like been a nice escape for you or is working out that for you? When I need to like step back, like everyone, everything's crazy and a little busy and hectic when everyone's in the household, like all six of us. And I have a couple options for sure. I have like, I have my own space in my bedroom and also uh, we have like a computer room and I can, I've been playing a little bit of a computer video game recently and that's a good stress reliever. But my main one though is literally, I mean, you guys know me, I'm, I'm into my movies like crazy, is to like go in my bedroom and there's a couch in there and I just sit on the couch, watch a movie, a movie that I've seen before and that just puts a smile on my face. Um, also, po- listening to podcasts, huge. Like I'll have an earbud in while doing the dishes, cleaning, and that's actually like makes me enjoy what I'm doing and I don't have to... Uh, I can just do my own thing without being disturbed. So like just listening to podcast music, but really like watching my movies, watching a movie by myself, like no one I live with will watch the same movies as me. I'm very, you know, my taste is eclectic. Um, so like watching my movies is huge. My Anybody like Eric, you too, like your time alone sometimes is super, you cherish it, right? You don't have to do everything with Andy. Uh, I don't have to do everything with Mackenzie. Like I, I cherish my alone time and that is stress-free. Like that clears the stress out of my brain. Even if like one hour at night where uh, Mackenzie's putting her daughter to bed, I get that hour by myself and I can just watch hockey and wind down from the day and that's huge right there. And then we can hang out after. So uh, alone time with my movies, music, podcasts, huge. Uh, do you get that? Do you cherish that alone time too, Eric? Like you do your own thing sometimes? Yeah, for sure. Like I watch my uh, movies, TV shows on my own. Um, Andy and I don't watch the same kind of shows or movies at all. Like there's some that overlap, but for the most part, I just have my own. She has her own, just fine. And uh, yeah, I'll just watch whatever anime I'm into for this week. And then I get to the next one the next week. So it's all, <laughs> all good. And um yeah, so that is good to have for sure. Like alone time, definitely necessary. I would also recommend, and something that I've gotten into lately, 
And something I look for basically every year, I think I've already said on the pod, but I do like trying like one new thing every year just to mm. see if it can spark a interest. And I would recommend like just trying different things to see if you can develop a hobby in there as well. So mine recently for the last like almost two months has been just writing a blog. And this definitely falls in line with who I am as a person. Like I do like to write. I've talked about on the pod before is a goal of mine to eventually write a book and blog is like a short format post that I can write one a day or one every two days is kind of what I aim to do. And it's covering the sins. It's actually been, the blog has been generous enough to sponsor our podcast, senatorssermon.wordpress.com. <laughs> Check it out. I'm sure there's going to be an ad in here somewhere, probably to start the episode. <laughs> so I would recommend that, like just trying something new. It can see if it can become a hobby. And then that's something you can also do every other day or maybe every day, depending on what it is. And that's a good way to escape from what's happening in life if you're overwhelmed because of work or the holiday schedule is getting crazy. For me, the blog, it takes like an hour or so, maybe a bit more to write and review and then edit and publish. But it's a great little time for myself where I can at the same time listen to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2 soundtrack. And then hmm. I'm just dialed in, I'm writing creatively being stimulated that's also something that's important for me personally like I do not like just being on autopilot and whatever I'm doing I do like looking for new things so that gives me that and I feel like if you have any sort of interest the blog I write is covering the Ottawa Senators so which is a passion of mine and if you can find that if you have some everyone likes something everyone's very passionate about at least one thing in life and if you do like to write I would say blog go for it but anything honestly like anything that can let you tap into what you like and care about movie reviewing, for example, on letterbox. Like that's something I've done for years now and is a form of blogging. Yeah. I guess it's even shorter than a blog. It's like three, four paragraphs. I love doing that too. So just keeping as many options open for little things you can do um, creatively, I think is very important. Honestly, that's great, Eric. Um, I read your blogs. They're really like, the fact that, it, like, to me, I'm like, oh, he's probably whipping this in, like, 10, 15 minutes. Because I know, like, you're a good writer. But, like, you do put a lot of time. That's a, that's a lot of hard work. I give you kudos. And you're very consistent with them. Like, you've put out already a lot. And the season's just started. Um, that's great. You write everybody. There's something everybody, like, is, everyone is passionate about something. There's always something. There's no one that's, like there's always something you can write about or study on. Like if your thing, like watch YouTube videos on it. Like there's every, like the internet has everything guys. Like you can research what you love and then find, like gain even more knowledge. I'm not particularly a good writer. So it's not like I'm going to start writing about movies. I have thought of it back in the day, but what I do is I just like watch, I can watch documentaries or YouTube videos talking about movies or all my Instagram feed is littered with movie stuff. And I like to like see people's reviews and letterbox. I love vlogging movies. I just write, it's just like a diary for me just to see what I've watched for the month. Love reading your reviews too, Eric. Um, and other people's reviews and hockey. Like I love keeping up with the senators, fantasy hockey. One thing I'll mention this one thing, uh, the Tim Hortons app has like a hockey player challenge where every night you can pick three players to score. And I've, I've been doing pretty well on that. And I love like me and my coworkers, we always talk about it and we're always texting each other, who are you going to pick tonight to score? And there's a lot of strategy going on there. So that's another thing to look forward to. The mo more things to distract me instead of thinking about like driving on snow and like, well, Will there be an ice storm this year that'll fell more trees on my property? Like, I don't want to think about that stuff. I want to think about all the good stuff. So that's important. One thing, like, this is a, uh, one thing, another tactic I use, and this is like last resort. This is when I'm like, don't want to like blow up or lash out at anyone or I get mad. This is what I do, guys. I, you don't, you just take 10 deep breaths. I pick up my phone and I call either my mom or my sister or my dad. I just talk to one of my family members and after like five, 10 minutes of talking to them, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, oh, why was I freaking out? And I freak out over a bunch, a bunch of stuff, guys, like stupid things, like very stupid things, miscommunications or stuff with at work or with what's going on at home. Like, I, but then talking to my mom, my dad or my sister, usually my mom's my first option, obviously. 
I feel so much better and it kind of distracts me. And then I'm like, I, I realize how ridiculous my little tantrums were. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be a, like a lo- out loud tantrum. It could all be going in your head. Like you're just panicking in, on the inside, which is what I do. And I don't communicate that. But uh, yeah, calling your parents, a family member, even a good friend. That's like my last resort, but it always, always works. You have any experience with that, Eric? I mean, I've for sure called my parents whenever like, I needed guidance or someone to calm me down or just to talk about stuff, definitely. Definitely something that is a great tactic to help calm yourself down and just logically go through whatever you're feeling and get a, get their opinion. For sure, I've done that. And um, just to get their input, opinion, they know more than us. They've lived through a lot and uh, have been in similar situations too. So, no, I definitely ask for my parents' input on stuff where, like, I'm freaking out or not knowing what to do, 100%. And I don't really have, like, an example off the top here of when the last time I did, but that's a great technique for sure. And uh, just talking to anybody about it really would, is a good way to make you realize, okay, like, I'm blowing this up in my head a little more than it actually is, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I can think of times where that's happened not going to say now, but uh, you know, it is, uh, it's definitely relatable for sure. Talking it out. That's what I do. Like, that's why I write out what I think, honestly, stuff that's in my head. It is good to write out. Like it's, I've said on the pod before, like I journal almost every day. I try to, and it's a good way to get your thoughts out that if you're having some negative thoughts, definitely write it out and you make sense of it in writing. Like you have more time to process what you're feeling and thinking. And then when you write out like, okay, like I'm overreacted overreacted at this situation or really okay it it wasn't that serious it wasn't meant to be taken in this context kind of thing so I think that's another good tactic to think about what you're feeling and thinking and what happened in your day like you can kind of take like a bird's eye view of events instead of just like bottling it all up to yourself and uh, not really knowing how to process emotions and stuff so I, fi- I found that that's been helpful for me as well to help understand and make sense of how you're feeling. I would recommend that as well. Yeah, I just want to reiterate like so many times, like this is just advice, like so many times I've been like blind to like the obvious thing in front of me or like freaking out over nothing basically is what I'm trying to say. And so many times I've regretted like sending a, either a text message or something I've said or said when you're when you're emotional that's when you should shut the hell up because whatever you're saying makes no sense and it's just said out of emotion when really you should we should the key to life is to master your emotions and not like overreact and be calm and then a solution always presents itself or a problem always gets fixed this still happens to me every day guys even though I know all this I still like I'm not able to always see clearly and see the light all the time but it's been getting better over the years. And my advice is just to like, whatever you want to send like that hateful, not hateful, but like if you want to send that message or say something, just wait before saying it. Mm-hmm. Sleep on it. Because this is like, can be a stressful time of year and it can be, you know, you're at home more, there's more potential arguments with other people, you know, coworkers. I live with five other people, so it's not like, you know, we don't, it's all, not all peach, it's sunshines and roses, like 24-7, you know, there's obviously, like, arguments and stuff that break out, but uh, nothing too serious, I'm just saying, like, you know, we're all human, so, yeah, just take that time and be patient. And yeah, speaking of being, like, kind of cooped up at home sometimes, like, me, for example, like, I work at home most of the time, I don't go in the office that often, so I don't see as many people, and even if you do see a lot of people, like, in your regular going to work, let's say you go in the office five times a week, you're seeing like your regulars every single day, you have those in human interactions, great. I would also recommend to maybe if it's either going out of your way to reach out to someone that you haven't seen in a while, ask like, hey, do you want to have a coffee Saturday morning? Do you want to have dinner Tuesday night? Mix it up a little bit, see some different people too, to make so that you're not in those situations with the people that you see all the time and being fed up with like only seeing those people and then eventually like, something could blow up because you've just been 
confined to seeing like the same handful of people or whatever the situation may be. I feel like getting out and seeing a few different people will just, that's an automatic mood enhancer to be around different people that you might have not seen in a little bit and you have a great night or morning or whatever it ends up being and you feel energized because of it and then the next day at work your energy is going to be completely different than what it was on that day where maybe for five days in a row you're like, Ugh, like I'm seeing Bob again today and like he's going to set me off or yeah. whatever. Then you see him the next morning like, hey Bobby, how's it going? Um, so, you know, I, I feel like that's a good way also to relax a bit and uh first of all get some good stories too just hanging out with a person you haven't seen in a little bit so i'd recommend that reaching out to someone you haven't seen or talked to in a while and like you're not going to be texting everybody like oh, let's have dinner like that could get exhausting <laughs> for you and then the people yeah. might not all want to do something to begin with but if you can do that and uh i feel like you'll all be better for it as a result that's a great recommendation, Eric. Uh, I was going to just say like reach, like I'm bad for this, but like reaching out to an old friend or coworker I haven't talked to in a while, that these are the perfect months for that, you know? They're not going to be as busy unless they're going on trips. Everyone has a little bit more spare time. There's less activities to do. I'm admittedly very poor at uh, like keeping up, keeping touch with old friends or coworkers actually. So no, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that, Eric. That's giving me the kick in the butt to like, do better at that because there are some days where I'm just lazy and I should be like stimulating my brain, maybe just talking to someone over the phone or just like messaging someone I haven't talked to in over a year. So that's good. I know as adults, like we're, we're busy. We're not going to have dinner with a different couple every weekend, like you said, but like once in a while, even if you see them twice a year, a dinner twice a year, that's better than zero and perfect months to do that actually maybe like maybe not during the christmas time but after january february march invite people over do a dinner great idea hey a board game night game night we did that once last year me and Mackenzie. we invited another couple over and we played games all night it was a blast but we haven't done it since just drinks and like yeah game night yeah game night's a great night for sure i love playing games it can get a little competitive at times for better or worse but it is fun to like make it like a team thing too and uh, good bonding. You get good stories out of it for sure. That's something we don't really do oh, yeah. as much as we should, I feel like. like I feel like having a game mm-hmm. too at an outing just automatically augments the evening instead of just like, oh, let's have our dinner and uh, mulled <laughs> wine. And, you know, like I need a little code words in there, you know, a little catchphrase yeah. action, maybe some pool. So all those things are good stuff. Can be a lot though. Like it can be taxing to always be reaching out to people and being like, "Hey, like, what's going on?" Like that could yeah. be draining for you too. So it's, again, finding that balance of reach out to a few people, then fall back for a bit, see if anything comes up to you. you. Send out, send out some love to the universe. Maybe it'll give some back to you. And I feel like what you said is true. That December, don't even bother. January, February, yeah. those are the dark months. That's I'll speak for myself yeah. anyways. You have sometimes little to no motivation at work to do anything because it's so dreary. You got no vacation coming up. It's just a grind, no holidays. The days are short. You're Especially when you used to go in the office. My God, back in the day, I remember the morale was at an all-time low, especially because you're peaking coming off Christmas, which huge Christmas guy. I love the holidays. It's a... Yeah. A big peaks and valleys situation where you're buzzing, literally, you're just downing drinks during the holiday season. <laughs> and then after that, you're just like, there's not much going on. You, you've you built all yeah. your Lego sets, your Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> all good to go. So you, you just don't have the same motivation anymore. But the, like, there's good ways to find that motivation, though, which I feel like we've been giving a lot of good tips for that and um, staying upbeat during that time. But yeah, reaching out to people is key for sure it really is the worst month actually now that i think of it like i'm going to work in the dark coming back in the dark which is the case now too just the the high of the christmas holidays and then just january 2nd or 3rd whenever you get back to work oh i just i hate it i dread it that's one too like i i got a big commute to work every day and like every day it's a little stressful like knowing there's a snowstorm or a windstorm like something that'll make my drive stressful like that to me like i have to use all the tricks in the book to get over winter driving which is a huge stress uh, by itself is a huge stress uh inducer like me it's 
I have a play. I have albums I listen to only when it's like a snowstorm. Like I listen to like my feel good best music I have on my phone when it's like that to distract me from like I'm going 60 kilometers an hour for like an hour and a half. So like it's very tedious and I have I get such an adrenaline rush. We all do when we're driving in uh, on snow. So uh, that month is really terrible for me. I was going to say, so keep a The Thing-esque playlist for driving whenever you're in those <laughs> conditions. Just run that back and uh, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. You know, I have very specific... Uh, it's because last year I listened to this music during the snowstorm. So like I'm like, okay, this year I'll do the same because it worked. Like, this is my magic. Like, this is my immunity from veering off the road. But honestly, every freak my weeks have been flying by. I feel like winter is going to go by fast too because summer did... I just turned 32 guys and like life is just going by even faster and Eric like I know it's a cliche but like man in my 30s now my 30s are just flying by I feel like ever since COVID started everything's been jumped up to like cranked up to 11 in terms of life passing me by um it sucks but I'm trying to enjoy every day um I remember in high school we thought a six-hour day was like the end of the world super long like uh, like it dragged and now like six hours is nothing i can do that like with my eyes closed just perspective i guess but uh no i have a lot of stuff i use i use every trick in the book to get by to get through january february march and it involves distracting myself with working out like i said films music spending time with loved ones um yeah that's basically what i have for like getting through the winter months or do you have, did you have any like tips yeah, or I have a couple more. So one that okay. Andy and I just did last weekend, which was great hundred percent recommend and would probably be great for either a weekend in January or February. You've, you might've seen these online. They're called like luxury domes out in the woods. It's like glamping style yurting, I mm. think is another expression for it. Don't quote me on that, but definitely glamping in like luxury domes. That's what they're called. Mm. Mont Blanc has these. The ones we went to were in off of like close to Shawville. So like an hour and a half out okay. of from Orleans anyway. So actually it wouldn't be too far for you, but it's a nice right. escape out in the woods and it's like a dome, basically like a white dome that's very nice. Like it's, well, it's called a luxury dome. So you can figure that it's pretty nice inside, but pretty reasonably priced compared to the ones in Mont Tremblant anyways. And it's a nice getaway away from society where like you have your fireplace, your bed, your uh, like a small kitchenette. There's a lake behind wow. you, hot tub, wow. and a really, really nice escape from society and just like we did puzzles out there, played games, just took it really easy. Like, no, like, okay, we have to do this, go for a walk, whatever. It was just take it easy, chill, really nice. Like, we're definitely going to do that again. It could be something you do. There's three domes there, like one next to the other. So there were other couples and groups who were staying there the nights that we were there as well. If you were to do this with like a few other couples or just friends, you all rent them out and just split the cost. That'd be a good activity too, but just for a nice couple's getaway, strong recommend. Uh, I loved it. Like I was just always had a fire going, just tending to that. It's a good time. And um, in the minimalistic setting too, you feel like you don't need as much. Like, yeah, there was Wi-Fi in there and we're, we still had access to our phones and stuff, but it was nice. Mm -hmm. Like I read so much out there too. I finished the Will Smith book and was going to recommend another book later that I did a lot of damage in there. So just really chill. And during those two months, perfect time to get away. Now you want to spice things up, get out of the house for a few days. Luxury Dome in uh, Pontiac is the area. So it's called like Hill House Domes. Not not haunted as far as I can tell. Oh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, strong recommend. Wow, I didn't even... That's something that I was not even aware of. That's great. Um, I'm glad you mentioned like take time for yourself. Like me and Mackenzie, like where she has a five-year-old, we have a five-year-old to look after, right? So we don't always take the time for ourselves to do things. You know, date night's rare and we don't do things, we do things as like a, a three. We do things with her all the time, right? So it'd be a nice getaway for just her and I to just chill and not have to worry about anything. I'm telling you all these things I get to do to relax like by myself, but like most of my time is spent looking after 
a five-year-old, which is great. She's absolutely incredible, super well-behaved. Other than watching every day the Super Mario Brothers movie, I, I've seen that movie like once a day. I know, <laughs> really? I know the dialogue. I've seen. Oh yeah, that, I've, I've seen you've reviewed yeah. it like four times. <laughs> Yeah, and I could have reviewed. I could pop it every day on Letterbox. I'm gonna stop logging it in now because <laughs> I keep giving it three and a half stars. It's a, it's a fun movie, but I've seen it too many times. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's lost all its charm. I was gonna say like, if you're gonna, I thought you if you're logging it so many times, like maybe the ratings change. I don't know, but no. Okay, still a seven out of ten or a three and a half. Yeah. Like it's solid, and Jack Black is the like makes the movie as Bowser. But anyways, like. Other than rewatching the same movie over and over again, which whatever it makes her happy, she likes reciting the dialogue too, and it's a fun movie to watch with her. And it could be worse. Like most of my time is spent with her, and it, it makes everything go by faster too. Actually, so I don't have a ton of free time. That that getaway you said though sounds great. Just hot tub and not doing too much, just relaxing, reading. I don't have a lot of reading time anymore. I choose movies over reading. So good, good call, Eric. Curious to see what your last thing is. Well, I mean, one of them was reading. Actually, get back into reading. Definitely recommend okay. because, again, to take a break from all the screens. I'm like, I'm always in front of a screen with my work, right? Like, I work in front of a computer. And right now, pod and then blog, computer, watch TV, watch movies, all that, play video games. Like, it's always a screen. Phone always in front of me, too. So, reading is a full-on escape from that. I'd say, like, it's an easy one, too. And it's not groundbreaking by any means, but it does feel good to put an hour, half hour even aside to just read either a couple of chapters in a John Le Carré novel or in someone's autobiography, right? So it's, um, you're learning, you're keeping your mind sharp. I've enjoyed a lot. Again, I feel like just everything with me is in like cyclical and like go hard at one thing for like a month and I stop for like three but reading is a good habit, and I would obviously recommend it to anybody. Some people don't have as much patience for it. Shout out Mick Jenkins. But they just want to be like stimulated watching videos on their phones or watching a movie, all that. But I would say like devote some time to reading. It's good for you, and uh, you feel good doing it. So I would say that, reading for sure. Uh, but yeah, the, and back to your idea, your um, what you were saying though about hard to find time for yourselves. I think that is important though, like to carve out if it's like a date night going out for a few hours. Like you couples need that, and you have fun on a night out, right? Doing something different, try a new restaurant out. That's why I said though the weekend getaway. If you can spin it, like it's a nice escape. Exactly because we don't get a lot of date nights. When we do get one, we cherish it so much, and it's even better. Like everything's enhanced. Uh, like we're going to the Sens game on uh, December 2nd against Seattle. And we're going to have dinner and uh, before and go see the Sens play. Uh, like that's our date night and it doesn't happen often. But like we're going to like really love that evening. Uh, we ch- we get le- we don't get a lot of it. So when we do get it, when we do get that opportunity, we freaking tackle. We uh, enjoy it fully. I know this, these are the, the, the dark months and right now it's like the calm before the Christmas storm. But like at the end of the day, if you do things you enjoy, you're going to get through it. Um, I'm lucky. Like I'm surrounded by people. Like I don't have, I don't even, I don't even have the time to like self-reflect and be like, oh, I'm, I'm depressed about this or I'm anxious about this. Cause I have a big support system and people help me out. I don't have to do anything alone, which is great. I don't have time to think about like, uh, to dwell on too many things I'm always busy doing stuff so that for me that works I don't know if I was living alone still no like single might be a hell of a lot tougher and that's when you really have to like have some friends and family helping you and a lot of hobbies right Eric so right now like it's a lot easier for me to handle these months what about you yeah. I mean uh, yeah it's uh, a lot going on for sure that um, me, the big thing that is a factor is like the work for me. Like I'm just trying to find always like motivation and stuff at all times. Not always easy, especially like working at home. Sometimes like it's, it can get long, but I uh, do what I can to keep busy and uh, just power through, do as best I can. But yeah, sometimes. So for me, I definitely feel that like there are some tough stretches, especially in these months. I feel it more like during the summer, spring, fall not as much but yeah winter I'm not gonna lie and act like it's always great all the time with me at work and stuff there so 
It's uh, good to do all the things that we did. And even that is not like a guarantee that you're going to feel spectacular all the time. Like it's, I feel like it's just normal to have some down yeah. times where you're a bit more down. Right. But overall, I'm thankful that meets you. Like I have a good support system. Uh, very thankful for my family and um, just everyone who is around to help and be there to talk about and do stuff with. Like those are the important things. Right. And like we did get some submissions for, things to do to um help get through the tougher months so starting at the top the first one was from dedicated or yeah dedicated question answer i would say i don't know if he listens to the pod but give him a shout out here ron antoine with possibly the submission of a lifetime i don't know if we've gotten anything as good as this but the question that was posed exactly was Tips and tricks to stay in a good headspace during the colder months. So his submission was make love to your spouse, smiley face, which I can't argue with that. It's a, it's a classic. Nope. <laughs> I mean, you can't do It's not like, sure. I, I don't I'm speechless. Yeah, right. Exactly. I've had time to sit on this response. I don't even have something funny or clever to say, but I'm just going to let it. Let I let Ron cook with this one. <laughs> so thank you for the submission. <laughs> the next one is from my mom. So she submitted, enjoy the great outdoors, snowshoeing, skiing, walk, skating. Fresh air is awesome for, hold up, I have to read the rest. I think cut off for, um, I think your mind, something along those lines, but for your mental health. That was the rest of the sentence. So yeah, all those things I love doing. Snowshoeing, not so much. But skiing, great time. Walks, skating, obviously. Fresh air, all good stuff. I do want to get back into the skiing game. It's been at least a few years since we've gone. So I would want to do that actually this winter. So if anyone does want to ski, just let me know. I'd be down. I don't have my own skis. I just rent them. Great time. I love doing that. Night skiing, always fun. So yeah, good submission. It's a great submission. Um, I myself will probably never ski again. I just, it's to me, it's not worth it risking an injury and I, I won't be able to work if I hurt myself. So there's no way that's happening. Skating, public skating. We did a lot last year. We were teaching the five-year-old how to, we taught her to skate a little bit. And this year I think she'll be even better because she got, she's pretty good out there on the, on the rink. So like, I love teaching her to skate last year. We're going to hit up all, all the public skating we can um and yeah great submission so the next one is from the homie justin mocktinger so he said staying in touch with friends and family big help that's a classic that we've gone over as well it's um Mm -hmm. like we've said if you haven't talked to some either family members or friends in a long time just shoot them a text there's absolutely no harm and a lot of upside to come from it as well for both yourself and the person or people that you're reaching out to everyone likes to be checked in on you don't even have to necessarily just talk about yourself as well it's just maybe show some interest in them and then that creates some conversation and you have some maybe laughs or they'll just be like oh thanks a lot for checking in i appreciate that blah blah and that's it Mm -hmm. you've done a nice act of kindness it's kind of like the gift giving it's not necessarily about wanting to to give to receive it's just to be doing something nice to someone else so yeah i echo everything you said eric another hint before we get to the next submission is just This, I guess, is oxymoron saying I just said that you should reach out to people, which for the most part is done through your phone. I hate going on my phone because I automatically go on the fantasy hockey app and then I refresh and just see that Mm. I keep losing points. Very depressing. So that's another (laughs) thing that's just killing my mood these days is the friggin' how poorly I'm doing in the pool. But thankfully, I have a nice, lovely cat to make me feel better in this moment. You uh, jump up and get my attention, so (laughs) she knows. But yeah, fantasy hockey is just killing me this year. Um, Yeah, so thanks, Justin. Next submission was from former guest Kristen Ud. She said... Daily jam session with my favorite songs. Doesn't matter if it's driving, shower, cooking, anything. Jam sesh with songs. Yeah, every day driving to work, listening to my favorite music. It's a classic, uh, classic advice. I love it. 
Yeah, I've been slacking on music these days. I think I said it last pod oh, yeah? too, but um, kind of, uh, kind of back into it with a few albums that dropped today. I am. Um, I've listened to a lot of rap albums this year, but list is like tough to make. It's an uh, mm-hmm. there hasn't been that many like albums that I've loved like automatic like yep this is a top 10 or so i have my albums i truly love and like know where they stand but it's really filling out those like maybe bottom five that's gonna be okay like like, this could go in here like it's a good album but it's not like a slam dunk where i've had in the past it was like an easy like yeah these 10 like no brainer whereas this year it's gonna be like yeah this album throw it in there yeah i might look back on this year though with having listened to albums down the road and be like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe I only listened to this once or twice and dismissed it kind of thing. So like, there's been a lot that I've liked, don't get me wrong, but it's just been a little different. I feel like the albums that have dropped, not, not as many. I, I feel like it's fair to say not as many like classics this year. None that jump out right away. I agree with you, Eric. I've had to re-listen a lot and then be like, oh, it is a really solid album. Eight out of 10. It's like, an, like they're solid, but no, nothing like, no mud mouths or like stuff <laughs> yeah, exactly. like from the past where it jumped out. Yeah. Uh, but for sure, no, there's been, there's a, like, I already, my list is pretty much, I just have to tweak a couple things. Like I'm working on my three lists, obviously, TV show, movie, music. Whoa. So like, that's been fun to do. And and you guys are going to get those three shows all individually, I believe, coming up in the next two months. So that's something that I'll look yeah. forward to, like list list building, list making. Yeah, yeah more easy conversation. A yearly grind. Yeah. Yeah, I know. TV shows is gonna be so hard to I have so many shows that I've absolutely loved. I don't even know what my number one is gonna be. There's like three that are legit number one contenders. So and that's the thing, I'm not gonna Ooh. rewatch these shows start to finish and yeah. be like, okay, it's this one, you know? I'm just <laughs> and the thing is it's all about point in time and recency bias. For example, like The Last of Us that dropped in early January. Yeah. I loved it at the time, but now it's like it's so far in the past. I'm like, oh, compared to something that just dropped, like Loki, for example, yeah. that's so recent in my mind. Where do this where do they stack up? That's gonna be where it's tough for me to I'll have to just think about it and be like, okay, objectively, like this is what the one I like the most and all that. So, anyways. Little yeah. sneak peek at two that might be on my list at the end of the year. <laughs> Were there any more submissions? No, that was all. So thank you to everybody okay. who submitted them. Always love when you get in the mixer there. A lot of good stuff. But yeah, I think we gave a good amount yeah. of things there for recommendations for mental health. And um, again, like we like to open and uh, create dialogue with our pods too. Like we do our lighthearted ones with the TV show coverage where it's easy to share opinions and talk about like what we think happened in a show like Loki, for example, but then these kind of pods, it's, um, yeah, more important to talk about, honestly, because this affects everybody. Like everyone can relate to what we're talking about. And if you're going through something or not even necessarily going through something, if you just want to talk to somebody like anytime, just hit us up, dare I say, and, uh, you can, uh, get the, an easy conversation of your own one-on-one and uh see where it goes so that's all i wanted to say on that it's off the dome wow that's poetic i i don't know what this i agree with everything you said um yeah thank you everybody who submitted an answer all good choices all good advice i should say and uh do you want to throw a couple movies or tv shows eric sure Actually, before that, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that I'm rocking not only an Easy Conversations hoodie, but also Easy Conversations hat. So those are, you know, it's Black Friday. I figured I'd do some shameless promotion. Again, hit me up if you want to buy some merch. Might hit you with a discount code. Who knows? Probably not, though. And if you want something, just let me know. Anything's Anything and everything is on the table, really. You got We got polos, t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, any color hats, toque, we can make it happen, mugs, so let me know, and uh, we can work a little something out, so that's it, Easy Conversations merch segment over, random recommendation segment beginning now, so yeah, random recommendations, like I said earlier, I finished my Will Smith book, loved it, definitely read that if you want, I read another autobiography called Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton, Loved this book. Mm. Very easy read, honestly. And I love just seeing what he went through and like from the process of becoming a child actor 
to then the fame of Harry Potter, which is not necessarily what you might expect, honestly, how his life panned out from the moment he was hired as, um, or started portraying Draco Malfoy to when he became an adult and um, just the troubles that he had in his life. And he actually touches on mental health a lot in there, especially near the end of the book. Very interesting stuff. Just goes over like his, I'd say more extreme hardships than well, myself anyways, I've gone through in life. So really eye-opening stuff. And I love how it was written. That's what I love about autobiographies. You get, you right away, you have the voice of the person who's written it in your mind kind of narrating. And when they have like those, a paragraph and then one line as like a punchline to a joke or something. And then right back to the next paragraph. I love that. It's a great literary structure to follow. And obviously me as honing my skills as a writer, like I, I do eat that stuff up big time. But if you're interested in Harry Potter, strong recommend Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton. I just rented it at the library. Very short book. It was like just under 300 pages, crushed in like a few days. Very easy to read. It's funny. I saw that book at Chapters or Indigo the other day when I was browsing. So, and it, it piqued my interest. So it's good to know that it's a good read. Yeah, I liked it. I haven't read in a while, so nothing there. But I have one show and one movie. The show you've watched, based off your recommendation, I watched it. So Gen Gen V mm. on Amazon Prime. Really enjoyed it, actually. Super, nice. like I watched it almost, like I binged it. It was very easy for me to watch. If you like the boys, you'll like Gen V. Great, like over-the-top action and like just ridiculousness, actually. And that, like, I like that kind of stuff, so kind of sets up too for what we're going to see with the boys like what you said eric last time you kind of have to watch gen v to see what the next boy season is going to be like thoroughly liked it no high art or high like you're not going to be overthinking anything it's super simple easy to follow cool characters really enjoy gen v eric so good recommendation okay right on glad you liked it i do have one thing on gen v though i feel like where it like falters i guess in comparison to the boys is i feel like the actors in general just being ch younger actors, not as strong as what we see in the boys. Specifically, there's the two characters, and I forget their names. The son of, well, basically the guy who becomes the number one superhero and then Golden yeah. Boy's girlfriend. I don't think they're good actors at uh, all, especially okay. later in the season. Like Some of their lines were just bad. Cringe. And yeah. that also falls on the, the, the writing as well. But... Overall, love the show. Big fan of like um, Cricket. She was the best character in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Loved her too. Pretty cute too. Easy to watch. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. No, it has like a Degrassi vibe, like a like a teenage soap opera vibe too. Sometimes, but it's it's in the boys' universe, so it was more, just more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Were you? Do you have any shows, Eric? Yeah, I've just started up this show on. Uh, netflix called pluto i don't know if you've heard of this matt nope okay so it's actually an anime so i'm watching it in japanese mm. it's an adapt or not an adaptation it's a story arc in the very popular like one of the, you probably have seen this this character before called adam or astro boy that's what he's called it's like a very famous japanese manga one of the arcs is called pluto in it like pluto is the name of the villain very good so far three episodes in hour-long episodes so it's kind of a commit especially for anime they're usually like 20 so yeah. 20 so minutes but it had very high praise from people on online and the quality is really good like i love that hand-drawn style animated art myself so would recommend it's how i've seen it described and i would agree is it's a mix of blade runner 2049 and true detective so that's kind of the oh. vibe that you're getting in this show like that's not inaccurate so it's a detective style show following robots basically it's robots in society but they look like humans kind of thing so they're very advanced. It's futuristic. And just what you can do with anime is so far beyond what you can do with like live action shows, right? Like obviously show movies like Blade Runner 2049, the special effects are off the hook and great movie as well. From what people say, I, th I thought it was okay. I'd have to rewatch it, but yeah, this is like, I just love the look and feel of the show. And like, obviously you throw in a bit of mystery in there, true detective style. Like, I think it's 
really good stuff. So three episodes in so far. Looking forward to seeing how it wraps up. But it's gotten a lot of love online. So I would recommend that. Pluto on Netflix. If you want to dabble. You can always just watch it dubbed as well. Like on Netflix, you can watch in any language you want. So if the Japanese is kind of a deal breaker, just watch in English. I did for a bit. I was like, I just want to see how this sounds. I threw on the dubbed. Like, okay. But then I went back to Japanese. You hooked me in, Eric, with uh, basically the setting, the atmosphere. Like that cyberpunky, futuristic film noir like Blade Runner basically as soon as you said that I might have to check that out actually because that sounds like right up my alley um yeah it's it's just like uh, one hour eight episodes one season what's what's how much is out so far yeah so full seasons out it's a new show 2023 so maybe be on the lookout for that yeah and, right. um, yeah one season eight episodes exactly oh perfect I'll have like my my TV show that I pretty much know what my top ten is, but that might bog like that might jumble everything up. So Who knows? sweet. Thanks for the recommendation. I have one movie to talk about on Netflix based on a true story, and I didn't know anything about this. I just clicked on it because it had two fantastic actresses in it. The movie in question is Nyad on Netflix, starring uh, Jodie Foster and Annette Bening. She plays a real life, Annette Bening plays a real life, like marathon swimmer, Diane Nyad. And she's like crazy. Like she'll swim like for over 24 hour periods at a time. And like her goal is to swim from Cuba to Florida. It's like a freaking 86. It's you're swimming for like three days straight being fed like in the water and everything. It's pretty crazy what these marathon swimmers do. A world I had no idea existed, by the way. I didn't even know people did this for like achievements or a sport. I knew nothing about this movie. It's a really good movie, inspirational, not too mushy or sappy. Jodie Foster and Annette Bening are great actresses and they're, they excel in this movie. You know, their, their banter, their buddiness in the movie is awesome. They're great friends. This is all based on a true story. I didn't know anything about it though. I just went in blind and I truly, really liked it. And I recommend everyone check it out if you're interested. It's just a great drama. Okay, right on. I had not heard of this. Nyad. Okay, I like Annette Bedding and Jodie Foster. I think Jodie Foster is the new lead, actually, funnily enough, in True Detective Season 4. Oh. Coming out next year, I believe. So, or maybe it's this winter, but right on. Okay, nice. Yeah, I was just looking at my like letterbox and I have watched I watched two movies recently. None that I would recommend. I actually I recommended one last episode before watching it and it turned out to be a mistake for oh, yeah. me anyways. <laughs> Very controversial. And I don't know, wow. maybe maybe it ends up on your top ten list, Matt of the year. I was thinking about that. I like, go, oh, what if Matt and you know what? If you do, that's hey, I'm in the minority and not really having enjoyed the killer. But I wasn't a huge fan. I said my take on it online. I just yeah. feel like it lacked personality. That was a big thing for me. Like I was never invested in this character and his quest to harm those who had harmed his girlfriend or wife, which wasn't really clear what their relationship was. But I never really cared that she was in the hospital and then be that he was on this hell bent quest of getting those who wronged him and her. Like it, it just didn't really have any, like I said, no emotional attachment and just, meh, meh. Like it got better and, at the end of the movie, but then it just kind of just abruptly ended to not a great ending. I'll say like I, I didn't love the resolution. I respect your review, Eric, because you've, you've clearly, you state you have no emotional attachment. That's, if I didn't, I would hate, I, I wouldn't like the movie either. I'm not saying you hate the movie. I'm just saying like, I'd dislike a movie too if I didn't give a shit about what was going on. And I respect that, that you explained yourself. I was invested and I could see totally your side. If you don't give a shit, I'd be like, why am I watching this? And yes, it's not, everything's not clearly explained. It's a super clinical, slow glacial like pace sometimes. I kind of like that. And I was just like super calm. Like it was a super relaxing movie for me. Didn't have to think too much. Just could listen at some points too. Like not much going on. Yeah. Um, it's not like a super thrilling John Wick. It's the opposite of a John Wick movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if it'll make. Honestly, my movie list out's going to be the hardest for me to make. And I have so many other movies. Yeah. I've seen a lot of like horror movies even that like i've absolutely loved and i won't even i haven't even mentioned them on the pod yet i'm saving those but like 
that's going to be a hard list for me to make. I honestly, I don't even see the killer making my top 10. Spoiler alert, but maybe oh, it will actually. Who knows? I'm trying to backtrack now. Terrifier 3, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. though, that, that, that might be a late entry in the season. If it comes out in time, yeah, for sure. I think that's out this uh, Christmas year. version. No, next year. I'm not year. sure. I, it's, I, I see yeah, next year. That's what I thought. Okay, October okay. 2024. But yeah, there, there's a lot this year. Movie list can be hard to make. This has been the most fun, though. I don't know which list will come out first, but like, oh, I think everyone will enjoy those three episodes when we do our top tens. Yeah, who knows? We'll see if we can get a guest for one of the either movie or TV show ones, like someone who's seen a lot of movies, too, to give some di- diversity. Or maybe, I don't know if shows would be better. I feel like the one where we'd get more diversity would be good. Because I, mm-hmm. I feel like we've, especially with our episodes that we talk about specific shows, like there's going to be, there's a good chance for overlap in our shows. Like I'm expecting that, honestly. Yes. Movies, I feel like it's going to be yeah. all over the place. I don't, I don't think we're going to have similar lists, maybe a few of the same picks, but... I'm uh, especially you. You've seen a lot more movies. I mean, I've seen a lot actually this year too. But it, like, I don't yeah. watch the horror movies, right? So like that right away eliminates the possibility of overlap there for movies. But shows. I mean, yeah. that's why I'm dabbling with the Japanese right now, just to switch it up for TV mm. too. <laughs> like see a One Piece. Yeah, it'll be a great time. But yeah, that's all I got, Eric. Uh, okay. For recommends. Sounds good. I'll throw an album out there that I feel like people don't really know of. This guy, uh, CJ Fly and Stoic. It's called Piranha, the name of the album. CJ Fly, and it's with a producer called Stoic. Album's called Piranha. Just dropped today. I enjoyed it. I've known CJ Fly for years now. And he's part of Joey Badass's group back in the day. I feel like now everyone's kind of gone their separate ways, but he's someone I've always known of through them. And uh, now he's just doing his own thing. Interesting album, very short. I like his, um, the words he uses, for example, are very eloquently spoken. Like he has a good presence of himself. So different rapper has like some, uh, Jamaican flair to his raps as well. So like I said, good presence and uh, different rap. So I would recommend that something different. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out because I've been, looking like i haven't been crushing the 2023 hip-hop albums like i don't listen to every week all the albums that drop every week i don't listen to them all so it's good that you give me recommendations so thank that's awesome yeah busta rhymes dropped an album today to actually listen to it It was pretty solid very long like that's the one that i don't know too long yeah Yeah. over an hour is kind of tough to justify like wanting to spin back all the time but a lot of songs i enjoyed so that's probably one that yeah. I pick up a few songs here and there for a playlist or something, but full yeah. album, don't know if I'd be running it back too often there, but interesting. I enjoyed it overall. So hopefully giving you all uh, recommendations on all fronts. Good episode, Matt. Any final notes for the listeners? Yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. It really means a lot that you guys submit stuff and interact. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope we gave you some good advice. I hope you're going to have a great Christmas and... Hope you're excited to hear like the top tens and you guys do play along with us too. like submit your answer. Like you'll, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody. Thanks a lot everybody for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to enjoy the winter and uh, stay safe out there. It's flu season. So yeah, peace.